of the Turbo Team Podcast with Jake Brand. Don't you go anywhere near that! Ben Neeson. Like just being caught metaphorically with your pants down. And Alex Powell. Do you know I saw those cute one time? Tommy gun. Reviewing and breaking down movies and TV shows from all genres. This is the Turbo Team Podcast. Welcome back to the Turbo Team Podcast. We've got a milestone episode for you today. Alex moves back to Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute. To, to go to Indiana State University. Oh, please on, don't dox me. On Tuesday. <laughs> so this will be our last in-person show for the time being. Who knows? Everyone might get shipped back because of COVID-19 in like a week. Shipped back. But, but for now, we're going to do a little milestone episode where we're going to watch, or we're going to rank everything that we have watched through, I believe it's 18 episodes, all the way from Goodfellas to Blade Runner 2049. With me today are the usuals, Ben and Alex. How are you guys doing? Cookie. How long has this summer been, Jake? It's been like five months. It's yeah, been, we started it's this been in a March. while. Yeah. We were already, like... It would have been like the last week of March, I think, we started it. Yeah. We 21 different pieces of media deep. And we'll be ranking them all today. Yeah, so it's it's been quite a, quite a ride so far, and... We're just getting bigger. We're sponsored right now by Kim Neeson's Delicious Desserts. We've got... Uh, no, these are, uh, these are my Aunt Jen's uh, friend, uh, Lindsay Breeden. And all friends gr- of the program. And my grandma's unfrozen cookies. Oh, okay. So all friends of the program. We've got like a half cookie, half Oreo, half brownie. It's delicious. That's, I guess it's a third. It's a third. A third cookie, a third brownie, a third Oreo. we go. got some delicious cupcakes. And some cookies. So we're, we're we're in paradise <laughs> right now in the basement. So do we want to hop right into the rankings of the everything that we've watched through eighteen episodes? And the way the way we're gonna do this is we're all gonna kind of rank them at the same time. So for example, I'll rank the twenty first episode, then Ben will rank the twenty first ep- or twenty first film, and then Alex will do it. So that way we're not just all doing lists at separate times. I only have 20. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, oh, yeah. I so know. I've got all 21 because Alex was not here for the Simpsons episode and Ben was not here for Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. That is true. So I guess... But Ben, you've seen Goodfellas, haven't you? No. You haven't seen Goodfellas? No. We mentioned this. I don't remember that. Yeah, he, that was wow. on the on the movies that he's never seen, but he should. Huh? That episode. Yeah. With Curran, There Will Be Blood. Hmm. I didn't realize that. So I guess... Okay. I'll I'll start with twenty one. I had the interview. I as well had the interview. Well, no, it'll be twentieth for oh, you. 20, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I'm all so alone. Christmas. I'm all alone at twenty one with the interview. You're at the bottom. Episode. Jake, you should just get rid of one so we can all do twenty. Fine, I'll get rid of <laughs> the I, interview. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll start at. You already did. Now. It's already gone. All right, whatever. Yeah. So the interview was episode seven of the Turbo Team podcast. Without a doubt, the thing I enjoyed watching the least, a pretty good idea for the movie, but executed horribly. <laughs> That's all we'll have to say on that issue. All right. So then, now we move to number 20. 20. Okay, okay. Starting so off now the, we're all on the same base. Starting off the 20s, uh, Alex, you said you had the interview. Ben, I think you had the interview as well. I don't. Ooh. Believe it or not. Did you? Oh, I know what it is, I think. I chose Tiger King. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were going to have Dave. I chose Tiger King. Primarily for the cringy 
<laughs> the yeah. super cringy memes the afterwards. Fans. The Carol Baskin. Uh, the like, fans afterwards. The savage remix of like Carol Baskin. You know, killed her husband. I hate that. That's not a show that makes you feel good. It makes you hate your race. Yeah, and people were like obsessed with it. Like Joe Exotic was like this like superhero. It's like, dude, this guy is an awful person. I Why meant the human you? race to uh, be clarified. <laughs> no, I thought. <laughs> I thought it was like. A good enough documentary, but when it just got mixed with like our culture, it got an would, office type treatment. Yeah, the way I looked back at this list is what would I want to watch the most? And Tiger King was dead last for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you. What'd you have at twenty, Alex? Oh, I had the you interview. already said the interview. Yeah, the interview. What do you have? I had the platform. Whoa, Ooh. platform. Yeah, you just really didn't. Well, I bad. I went along the same realm as Ben as like rewatchability. <laughs> That's fair. And I don't want to rewatch that movie. It was disturbing. It was a good enough story. I'd watch it again. Shout out the Jackson. old guy. <laughs> the old guy can. The old guy die. just oh, he huge turnoff. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, That's my number twenty. All right, uh, nineteen. I had Tiger King. So same, same. same thing as Ben. I think I explained it. Just too. It's just very officey to me. Where the fans are so unbearable, mm-hmm. it just ruins it for me. And also, like, I didn't like the way people kind of uh, romanticize like. Uh, Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin then because Carol Baskin's an awful person probably killed her husband and Joe Exotic ran an illegal tiger zoo where he like fed the tigers like you know definitely killed a few definitely killed a few of the tigers fed the tigers rancid meat you know got was married to two men who were both straight but they felt like they pressured they were pressured into it and like Joe wouldn't let him leave and he bombed both addicted to meth and it's just I didn't like the way people treated it. Not I guess I can't blame like the the show on the fans, but just thinking back, I just <laughs> like you said about rewatching, but I just don't want to watch it again because it kind of annoyed me. The fans did. Yeah. That's fair. I had Dave at Dave. nineteen. Yeah, I just I didn't love Dave, <laughs> and it was so. I guess I'll just go to my eighteen too, which is Tiger yeah, King. You skip my it, was, it was I was going back and forth between Dave and Tiger King for this. I one. think our bottom four are all the same. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy Dave particularly. I didn't enjoy any of the bottom four that much well. Yeah. So. Ben, what is your... I'll let Ben hate on Dave. Yeah. That'll just be my <laughs> short blurb about it. Dude, Dave is my 19. Okay. Just because I also hate on Dave. I don't think Lil Dicky's funny. And whole show about it, I am not interested in. Okay. But I'm Tish. Yeah, just like... Only so many penis jokes before I'm like, okay, like get a new bit. You know, it could it be like it. we were talking about before, like The Sopranos. Uh, neither, of, none of us have seen The Sopranos, but I know kind of the lore behind The Sopranos. Didn't really get its footing until the second season. I, I watched the uh, Joe Rogan interviews, Michael Porioli, and then one of the other guys I forgot his name from The Sopranos, and they were talking about how like after season one they didn't know if they'd have like a job because like it got really mixed reviews, and then they really rewrote a lot of it for season two, and now it's one of the greatest shows of all time. Joe Rogan, friend of the program. So, so <laughs> Visits could, Indian, Iowa once a year. Mm-hmm. So Dave could there have one go. of those things where they really get their footing in the second season. I, mm-hmm. I saw the promise in it, but I think we all kind of agree it's kind of a bottom four. Uh, 18, I had the platform. So I did like Dave more than the platform. I didn't hate the platform. I just like, I don't want to watch it again. It's just wow. The, it was a cool concept, but it was disturbing. I was confused a lot of the time. Uh, I didn't really. The dub was kind of messy at times, even the, though it was a pretty good dub. But I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. Even the though platform I did form did the dub. <laughs> Bozo's doing the dub. Uh, Jake would you have for eighteen? I had Tiger King. Okay. So our bottom same fours were all not the same order, but the same movies. Yep. And I think we've talked about Tiger King enough. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. 18 for me was the interview. Okay. Wow. You guys had the interview. I had the, lo- the interview the lowest. I hated the interview. So did you. I had it at 21st. Oh, you did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eminem's gay now. The, the gay Eminem skit was, out of all of the things we've watched, that's probably like, if we were ranking like funniest moments in the movies, that's probably up like top five. Of yeah. The Eminem is gay. <laughs> but the movie itself, the rest of it is garbage. What makes me so mad about that is it's such a cool concept for a comedy movie, and it's just executed horribly. Yeah, it just seemed like Seth Rogen. And it's just, I don't know. It just like, like it's not... It's not Seth Rogen and script, James Franco. It's a because script that they rushed out, probably. It's yeah, not being drug saying. dealers. It's, it's, which, it was a rush script, I feel. Mm-hmm. Also, it felt like they were trying to like do more than what they, the, what James Franco and Seth Rogen are. Like They were like, these like huge like celebrities with like they're pretty professional and it's like that's not how you guys are you're the you know you're the Pineapple Express and super bad guys. yeah well I guess James Franco wasn't super bad but uh Ben did you have your 18 yeah I just said it at he was interview. A, he did the interview so my 17 I had Dave uh same thing I, I saw the promise in it out of the bottom four I liked it the most so but I think we all kind of are in agreement it's not completely a perfect product yet. I had 17, so I'm going to get out of the bad tier before you guys. Okay. Whoa. I had King of Staten Island. Oh, okay. And I, like, after, so the bottom tier of the interview, the platform, Dave and Tiger King, it was extremely hard to rank these movies. You really hit a plateau trying to find a Mm -hmm. And I, I liked King of Staten Island, but like we've talked about a lot, it was really long. And I don't think it's just a movie that like really stands out when we look back at the episodes we recorded. Talking about like funny moments though, the the uh, you up scene that's probably top the five. you up the, and the the alien tattoo. The alien. No, what was the what was the? Uh, Is it just dude or dude something, or like, something that? like that? Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was a good movie, funny, but. It's when it was when it hit its like funny peaks. It was hilarious, but yeah. But we're gonna get into like. We've watched a ton of really good stuff for this, oh, and yeah. it just it just didn't get we're, anywhere near we're that. Very too. very top heavy because we watched a lot of good stuff <laughs> at the top. Ben, Ben, what'd you have for seventeen? Uh, for seventeen, I had the platform. Okay, so we yeah. all had the same bottom. Mm-hmm. I had it higher than that just because I don't know it was interesting. I guess. Okay, yeah, it left you more to talk about than the others, yeah. which I'll get yeah. it. So here's my sixteen. I feel like rewatching it would be fun with a group of people. The platform. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So here's my 16. I think this is going to be the first feathers ruffled. Oh, great! I had uncut gems. Ooh. I did not like uncut gems. Oh. I said in the review, you got. I think Ben kind of mis. I think Ben kind of misunderstood why I didn't like it. You thought it like it gave me too much anxiety. It was the complete opposite. I didn't care. You didn't. You didn't care about it. I didn't care at all. Yeah, I was like <laughs> watching it, and I was like, I just. It, nothing about it grabbed me. Like the only thing that interested me was like Kevin Garnett. And that's just because I'm a basketball fan. I think <laughs> it should have been Amari Stoudemire, <laughs> friend of the program, Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> but like Doug, Uncut Jim's just like I didn't care. I just I was watching it. I was like it's boring. So wow, yeah, it's, it's my sixteenth. But I liked it better than Dave the Platform Tiger King in the interview. I had Blade Runner. For your that own might own. ruffle some. F- for my sixteenth. Oh yeah. yeah. I just. I know where I, I I didn't love it. <laughs> My, uh, my I thought it was good. Very close to where I am. But it's a, it's it's a theme that seventeen through fourteen for me were good movies, not great. But I think everything other that on top of that was great for me. And I thought Blade Runner, the story was interesting enough. I just don't think they really executed it 
yeah. that well. That's what you had to say with it. The cinematography was incredible and the practical effects. And the story just wasn't. It wasn't a. Very, it didn't seem. Like it didn't keep me that engaged. We'll just leave like it, it at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ben, what do you have at sixteen? I don't know. There's a lot of boring parts, a lot of throwaway parts. I thought it's a robot who doesn't know he's a robot. Robots are clones. Who's fight? <laughs> well, I'm just talking about Decker. Oh. Okay. Whatever. But he's not a robot. Okay, we disagree. That's up for debate. The ending is ambiguous. You didn't watch it. Uh, I did watch it. It's a joke. Uh, number sixteen. I disagree with you, Jake. Uh, number sixteen was King of Staten Island. Okay. Um. Yeah. It dragged on a lot. Uh, they touched a lot of the same. Quote unquote emotional points. It's like I have mental problems, and then like that's where like the soft music came in, like seven times throughout the movie. Uh, J.K. Simmons and Pete Davidson are a lot like where every role they have, they just play J.K. Simmons and Pete mm-hmm. Davidson. But uh-huh. like it's funny, like J.K. Simmons is always like it's never just thrown in. It always fits like the scenario, and then Pete Davidson's always like funny because he's like a loser and he knows he's a loser. So Pete Davidson's yeah. really good in a Pete Davidson role yeah. when the movie's an hour and a half, not two hours and a half. Uh, big time adolescence. I think good movie. I think if you're talking, about, if, that's a better movie than King of Staten Island. I agree, but that's like you only need so much Pete Davidson before it gets repetitive, and I think Big Time Adolescence does that better than King of Staten Island. Completely agree. What's fifteen <laughs> for you? Uh, fifteen was Blade Runner. So same thing. I just. I like the cinema. Visually, it was amazing. Harrison Ford was really good in it, but the story was. And there's times where I just was kind of bored. But I liked. I didn't. I liked Blade Runner. That's like like you were saying. The bottom four were like and movies. The rest I've all I've all enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's just really hard to rank these because we've watched so many, much good stuff. For fifteen, I'm gonna go twenty forty nine. Really? I just Whoa. I put them right next to each other because I had pretty much the same feelings on both of them. Okay, same feelings. I think if you re- once you rewatch it, I want to rewatch. I think you'll like twenty forty nine. I think he liked it more. You? <laughs> that was your first time watching it. I like Do you it. think you're gonna enjoy it more if you watch it the second time? I know I'll enjoy it more because it's like it's really good, and I like Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford, okay. and on on the day arms. You're a fan of her. I like she's really good. And her acting, she's really good. Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Don't. I don't want to get me started there. Uh, number f- number fifteen. Uh, I had Palm Springs. Mm. I don't I'll know. fight you. <laughs> I should never left the Great Lakes. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm ruffling your fe- feathers, Alex. I love Palm Springs. I, I think honestly, I might go home and watch it tonight. Okay, maybe I really love Palm Springs. Maybe it was because it was my second time sus. watching it, mm-hmm. but like just the romantic stuff dragged for me. I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. Did it feel forced? It feels like we're all just talking bad on these movies whenever we come back to them. Well, we're trying to, but these are all very yeah. good movies because yeah. like yeah, anything since idea. Tiger, I guess since, since the bottom Tiger. four is good for us. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so but we also. Like, we have to give a bad reason to justify why it's low. Yeah. But, yeah. like, once we move into the top ten, we'll be like, the reason this was in my top ten was because yep. for a good reason. Blah, blah, blah. All right. It's so, confusing to do lists. So, top, so number 14, <laughs> I have King of, Staten, King of Staten Island. I liked it. I really, I, I thought it was funny. I like, I think I thought it was more funny than you guys did. But. I love any of uh, Pete Davidson's just in-between bits. Yep. Pete Davidson, just, his ad-libs are amazing. Pete mm-hmm. Davidson was funny in it. I thought I thought Bill Burr did a really good job. I thought he had a really great performance. Yeah. Uh, so. what? I was just yeah. saying, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you said eh. I was like, come on. But uh, like you said, it just kind of ran too long. Just kind of times there's like, like the whole like, right after his mom kicked him out, and he had like went and lived at the firehouse. I thought that kind of dragged on too much. So. I also didn't really like the ending. Yeah, I didn't that know. was a doubt. That was my biggest dog on it too. Wow. This guy hates Kid Cudi. 
yeah. Okay, the the pursuit of happiness at the end was awesome. But. Yeah. Yep. So fourteen, I had uncut gems. This was a really tough one for me to rank because I really enjoyed it, but I don't think you'll. As far as rewatchability, you're not going to get the same effects yeah. knowing the ending. Mm-hmm. Like this is a movie that heavily relies on like first time shock watching the movie, and I liked it. I thought this was that shock when you first saw that happen. Just like the shock of like a lot of it. It it's very anxiety yeah. inducing, and I just thought Adam Sandler just completely destroyed this performance. I thought he was really good in it. And I, I just appreciated a different take on a sports movie. Yeah, I thought you so don't really see yeah. the, the sports gambling side of movies that often, and I, I, yep. I enjoyed it. I thought I did think Sandler was good, and I just didn't mm-hmm. really care for the movie. If you want a movie, uh, going off topic real quick, if you want a movie that every time you watch it, you get the anxiety, Prisoners. The Jake John I didn't get anxiety from Prisoners. No, oh, I did. Dude, Prisoners. This I watch. Oh, maybe maybe the end when Gyllenhaal's creeping up on. Dude, I feel the kidnapper. I don't know when I watch Prisoners. Maybe just me, that scene. I felt so much. I felt like anger, sadness. You've like, already seen. Wait, anxiety. I have seen Prisoners. Yeah, because we watched it here. Yeah, just realized I've watched it. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's really good. Okay, anyway, next, <laughs> I, uh, you guys have you talked. Jake. You guys have talked about it a ton, I and love I've it. I've so just good. like always been like, oh, I've never seen that, but I just remember like, yeah, I've seen Prisoners. Watch it again. It's on HBO. If you have HBO. Okay, you can always use Mike. Okay. okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, Ben, you're 14. Uh, I disagree with you on the rewatchability of Uncut Gems, and my ranking will reflect that. Uh, but for now, I put Blade Runner. But for different reasons than you guys did, I disagree. I think that the story was very well executed for the time being. It's about a cop who's practically a government-run assassin who's taking down super soldiers from space, which is kind of really sick. Kind of sus, if you ask me. But I think the pacing drags at points, and yeah, just the execution with like the romantic stuff. Uh, the Harvey Weinstein produced scene uh, that wasn't the best. What was that? That was like, oh, okay, yeah. About <laughs> that uh, boy sus when uh, uh, Roy kissed Tyrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that boy. Wasn't sus. talking about that one. I know, but yeah, Jake yeah, said yeah. that boy sus, and I said that scene is sus. <laughs> but yeah, it's still a great film though. <laughs> Right onto your thirteen, Alex. Uh, I had the last dance, so fair. I like the last dance, uh, but it's kind of different from the rest of the movies. Like, if you asked me if I wanted to watch the last dance or like any of the movies I have above it, I'd probably pick a movie. Not not because it's like the last dance is like ten hours or whatever, but just because yeah, it really interests me. I love Michael Jordan, but like, there's only so much like I get from it. You know, like uh, as opposed to like a like a La La Land or a Zodiac, where, where like I get a lot from it. So this, I, I like Michael Jordan. I think we have a lot in common. We're both just like we're both fierce competitors. competitors. Just three alpha males. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. just you and uh, someone else. Scotty Pippen. Know. Okay. This is gonna ruffle Alex's feathers. I had Zodiac at thirteen. Oh, and this is how does it feel? It hurts. It this hurts. is where it I get into my top thirteen. I <laughs> loved all of these movies, but it's at the bottom of that list, Alex. And in Zodiac, like you, Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man, and Hulk and Mysterio were all really good, and I, I love the story. What? <laughs> but yeah, I just it was really hard to different differentiate the next three for me and i'll get into that once i go over all three oh, that was a marvel reference that's 13 right okay. <laughs> that your i understood that reference. I understood that reference we'll have buttons next week yeah buttons we'll have we'll have starting more, next uh, episode we'll have more like next week i think the production is going to be a little better maybe yeah we got something to work we'll 
well, we're going to try a different way to record it, but I'll let you. Okay, okay uh, cool. Then you're 13th. My 13th is the first time it's coming up. Sorry to bother you. Uh, it's a really good film, and I know that might rub Jake a little bit the wrong way. That's kind of sus. But <laughs> okay, you wanted it to be the right way? That's also kind of sus. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's worse. Uh, but, yeah, maybe it's just the four or five times I've seen it. But just going off of initial response and slash rewatchability, that's where it's at. It's fair. I had I at twelve. I had sorry to bother you. So okay, there you go. <laughs> I it was good. <laughs> I liked it. I thought like Keith Stanfield's really really good in it. Uh, just Tessa Thompson. There's just so much. There's just so much about it that I like. I enjoyed before. It was, like nothing about it was over the top. Made me fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, all these movies I still like. You so. clearly didn't see it at Fleur Theater. I did not. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Fell in love with it that day. Twelve. I there will be blood. <laughs> okay. Whoa. I I like this movie, but I think I viewed it as more of a slow burner it, opposed it to everyone else. It definitely is a slow burner. If you have to like, if you're not into those type of movies where it's like you really need to pay attention and mm-hmm. there's a lot of name, yeah. So I I, I I I thought it was good, but yeah, not not in my upper echelon. Whoa! All right, Ben, you're twelfth. My twelfth is Spotlight. Moonlight. Uh. Spotlight. Uh. <laughs> I don't really, really want the limelight. Give me at the uh, limelight. We had a great performance from Hulk and from <laughs> and up. from the Vulture. It was a fantastic. <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. A uh, great film about an investigative journalism. Uh, Jake's forte, and yeah, it's a good watch. So my eleventh was Palm Springs. Like I said, I really love Palm Springs. Oh. I probably I'm yo watch, same. I might watch it again tonight, but uh, I really liked it. I, I'm a big Andy Samberg fan. I thought he was hilarious in this movie. I thought we got to see it. Also, a little bit of a more dramatic role for him. Mm-hmm. And then the mom from How I Met Your Mother. I don't know her name. I thought she had a really good performance too. And uh, was that Billy Bob Thornton that played the dad? I have no idea. I don't know. Why? Because it's like that guy and another... It's just Billy Bob Thornton and that guy get confused a lot, but I think it's, I think it's Billy think Bob Thornton. think he was good? No, I just want to say Billy Bob Thornton was in the movie. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so number 11, I had Palm Springs. I had Palm Springs at 11, too. Okay. Whoa. And the reason I put it above There Will Be Blood and Zodiac is these were probably, like, the toughest three for me to, like... Yeah, I don't agree with that. I think I think There Will Be Blood and Zodiac are far above Palm Springs. But that's just my opinion. That's why we're ranking them. I had them, like, all... <laughs> I guess we'll see, yeah. I had them all, like, in the same exact, like, rating. Like, I, I enjoyed them equally. Mm-hmm. But when I'm ranking movies, I'm usually going to go with the lighthearted ones more. Okay. Because I, I tend to enjoy re-watching those more than I do the the serious thriller ones. Okay. Wow. Then your 11th. My 11th... I lost it. Oh, my 11th is The Last Dance. Okay. Uh, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Everyone was talking it up, and, you know, I can't like something that people like and talk up. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> we should make that a button. <laughs> yeah. But Clip that. <laughs> the way it, like, perfectly interve- interweaved uh, Michael's career leading up to and then his last season was all done really well. One negative I had about it, I thought it jumped around too much. I disagree. Really? Yeah. I thought that added more to it to make it less like a... Standard I, documentary, well, which I makes liked it, it, I liked it in both. I didn't want it in carnal in like linear order. I mm-hmm. wanted them to jump around. I just did, felt like they did it too, too much. much. That's yeah. fair. Did Steve Kerr get his own episode? Yep, it was like the second to last one. Okay, he yeah. doesn't deserve his own episode. He, he got like a he has half an interesting episode. backstory though. 
because his dad died. He's like the greatest. His dad was murdered. His dad was murdered, and that's why he's such a huge proponent of gun violence. I think because I think mm-hmm. his dad was like shot and killed. And he got in a fight, or he punched Michael Jordan in the face. No, Michael Jordan punched him in the face. Oh yeah. And then I'm just saying I don't know if he'd be no Kerr punched Jordan. No, Jordan right? punched Kerr because and then <laughs> Kerr punching Jordan. No, Kerr, Jordan punched Kerr in the face. And oh yeah, Kerr because he punched the smallest guy on the court in the face. Yeah, he felt bad. Kerr pushed Jordan yep. and then Jordan punched him. That imagine yep. watching that just Steve Kerr like shoving Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan just hawking one in his face. <laughs> it's <laughs> like Ben so punching funny. Minky. I know that'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> or Dayton punching Minky. I Dayton. think fight night. Oh gosh, That's a bad idea. That's an inside joke. All right, number ten. I had Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, I think I think it'll be higher once I rewatch it. But I really even like even with a half baked watch. Yeah, you were still. I still really liked it yeah. visually. Like I said I, during the episode, if you're like over the top great visuals, I'll probably really enjoy the movie, even if the story kind of lacks. So yeah. I really I thought I liked Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think I'll even like it even more once I watch it again. So. Nice. I had Spotlight. I think my thoughts on it are very similar. I think it's a really good movie. Don't know if it necessarily deserved Best Picture. I think we what? I think we looked up the Best Picture nominees of the year, and it did. And we actually, yeah, we did agree that it won it. Yeah. But it's definitely an outlier as far as Best Picture winners. It seems it's a good what movie. Do you mean? It's not very artistic. It's, I disagree. It, it's not very artistic. No. It's it's a very it's good story with very good acting. Like, there's a lot of shots where it's kind of throwaway. Well, that might just be the color palette. But it was honestly, a very bland color palette. I disagree because he's reading a letter discussing how massive the actual amount of cases were, and while he's going through the city, there are multiple shots uh, showing dead-eyed parents. That's true. Or Catholic churches, ominously, um, ominously looming over like buildings. That's true. Buildings and things like that. No, I love the movie. I disagree. Wait, when did Moonlight won in twenty seventeen? Did it? Okay, so be twenty sixteen. I love the movie. It was. Really good. Ruffalo completely sold this performance, I thought. Yep. This might have been his best performance. I'd take it over Zodiac. Okay, that so, might be a hot take. Okay, so... I mean, he doesn't... That okay. is a hot take. I don't agree with it. For those two films, though, he doesn't really go out on a limb for his performance. That's true. Yeah, I thought... If you've seen Dark Waters, he does for that. I thought I thought uh, Keaton was the best performance in this. Uh, Rachel McAdams is really good in this, too, though. They were all good. So tw- no, I like Keaton's performance too. Yeah, 2016 and- nominees were Bridge of Spies, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, Spotlight, The Martian, The Big Short, Room, and Brooklyn. I haven't seen The Revenant. Big, so- Big Short and Mad Max Fury Road are up there. I haven't seen The Revenant. I feel like once I do, I'll think that that deserves it over Spotlight. But as of now, I think Spotlight yeah. deserves it. So Ben, what'd you have at ten? For ten, I had Uncut Gems. Uh, I loved it the first time I watched it. I picked up on more and. Uh, and appreciated it more the second time I watched it, especially after watching Good Time as well, which I also really love. Yeah, I know it's your Twitter header. Yeah, so so is La La Land's your Twitter header. I know. Um, so number nine, I had Spotlight. So like I said, uh, it's really good. I thought it deserved Best Picture. I love it. Uh, but a couple throwaway shots, color palette wasn't really very gripping. Uh, but the performance is really good. And there's, there's a really dark storyline, but I thought they did a really good job of not making it as dark as it possibly could have been. Which, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some people want that. Well, it's kind of a little bit too dark. That's what a documentary is for, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what a documentary is. Like the Epstein documentary. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be super dark. You know exactly what you're getting. This is dark, but they kind of lighthearted it a bit with some, like, you know, back at you humor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I like Twilight at number nine. And it's also worth noting that 
we all kind of did this off of rewatchability. Yep. In rewatching, rewatching a investigative investigative movie over child molestation isn't exactly. This is one where appealing so, to anyone. Like Spotlight above Palm Springs. I think if you asked me to watch them, I think I'd watch Palm Springs over Spotlight. Well, yeah, it's but a I comedic... think Spotlight's the better movie, so mm-hmm. that's why I ranked it above. Yeah, that's what rewatchability does because it's a comedic movie starring Adam Sandler yeah. versus a serious drama about yeah. child molestation. Starring Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Number nine, I'd sorry to bother you. Yeah. I bet you guys are all surprised that it was that low. I thought, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's yeah. a. We watch good stuff. I love, I love. Sorry to bother you. Keith Stanfield's great. It brings up a lot of really prevalent issues in modern day America. Our most serious episode. Yeah, definitely. Our, definitely our most serious. By far. What'd you have nine, Ben? Uh, I watched Django. Mm-hmm. I watched. Yeah, I ranked Django. Django yeah, at we nine. know we reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, episode six. Django was my number nine. Uh, very good Tarantino movie. Uh, although he's touched on the western style a couple times in the past. Was that in a late? Yeah, but there are elements of that within Inglorious Bastards at and times, and maybe even right. Kill Bill a little yeah, bit. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this movie just stands alone on its own. Him tackling slavery almost in like the most action filmy way mm-hmm. possible, and not as a detriment. Yeah, the most like, like it's almost like the most a comic comedic book. way to do it. Yeah, it's almost like a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number <laughs> eight. Yeah, wrong? eight. Number eight. I had there will be blood. Uh, I really Ooh. liked it. I kind of liked that style of movie. Not necessarily. So it reminded <laughs> me a lot. I think I said in the kind of artist. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of No Country for Old Men, which. There were very. We're going were to do our top five movies again. That's what we were going to do. We were going to re-rank our top five movies. Yeah, we I said, said that. that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. That's what I, I haven't been paying attention, I guess. But uh, so remind me a lot of that, which is my favorite movie of all time, and uh, I really loved. It. I thought Daniel Day Lewis was so so good in this movie, and I was really good. I love There Will Be Blood. Number eight, Jake. I had The Last Dance. The reason wow. I put this movie so, so high, high, or not movie, this documentary so high. Was I was just so desperate for sports, and this was the closest <laughs> thing we got to a live sporting event yeah. through like a four month period. And I, Long I loved summer. it. I looked forward to it every single night or every single Sunday night. It was on. It was done very well, and it made me appreciate Michael Jordan more than I did before. Yep. And I, I'm a sucker for thirty for thirties. I Long Gone Summer. No, <laughs> worst thirty for thirty I've ever seen. <laughs> but back when I was in middle school. I watched every 30 for 30 at least, like, three or four times. kind of sad. <laughs> I know it's sad, but I just did it. Same so guy that watched Breaking Bad and Mad Men in middle school. <laughs> middle school years. Uh, ben, your number eight. My number eight is Zodiac. I will f- I will not fight you as much as that as I did, Jake. You will fight me less. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else there says to say about it in other investigative journalism. Um, serial killing is slightly more fun than child molestation. Yep. That's a joke. Don't cancel me. You can make video games out of serial killing. You can't, can't make, make a vi- child molestation yep. video game. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> I've told you the Louis C.K. bit, haven't I? Or made like a, he had made this, a video game? No, he has a story where... He has this joke where... Uh, he didn't even say it on stage. He said it was too dark a stage. He said it on Howard Stern. But it was, uh, we hate child molesters so much. We hate them more than murderers and like kidnappers. Uh, 
And, you know, child molesters know that, so that's why they kill the children after they're done molesting them. Jeez. So So I remember this joke. So they said, so his joke was, if we hated child molesters less, they wouldn't kill the the kids as much. Jeez, that's horrible. (laughs) I know. That's awful. It's a family podcast, Alex. I know, it was funny when I laughed at it. It was really dark, but, like, it's, like, funny dark, you know? I don't know. It's a joke. You have to have Louis explain it. Also, Louis canceled, so I guess maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe he's not the best judgment. (laughs) Ben, you give your eight, didn't you? Yeah, I did. All right, number seven, I had Atlanta. Um, I liked Atlanta. I really, really liked Atlanta. I love Gambino. I love Licky Stanfield. Yeah. Uh, I forgot Paperboy's name, but what was his name? Al. Al. Uh, I love his – I love the show, but that's just saying – that's just – I, I, I have a very high praise for the top six, so this mm-hmm. isn't a shot at Atlanta. I have no like negative things to say about it. It's just I have higher praise for the top six. Yeah, seven. I had Django, Whoa. really good movie. I thought it was a very good take on a western. I loved, above all else, the the cutscenes between just like traveling with the, the rap in the background. That was amazing, and then also the the final fight scene yeah. is maybe one of my favorite fight scenes in a movie ever. Mm-hmm. It's so, so well done. It's so, it's so gory. <laughs> and it's... In a satisfying way. In, in a satisfying way that's funny and also like, oh yeah, they're killing racist slave owners. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> ben, what do you have at seven? Uh, for seven, I had Atlanta. Okay. So you agree. Yeah. I mean, fantastic show. Uh, there's so many different elements to it. Drama, comedy... Supernatural at some points, and supernatural. I mean, oh, Teddy Perkins, Teddy Perkins. Yeah. Uh, the weird peanut butter sandwich guy. Okay, yeah. No, uh, the Woods episode. Yep, a little I was bit. thinking the Woods episode. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you're right. I forgot. Yep. But yeah, it's amazing. What are you doing, man? You'll see. Um, my five. Oh wait, no, my six. Okay, my six was Parasite. Uh, I think Jake, you probably like Parasite a little more than I did. I loved Parasite. Nope. I did six. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I love Parasite. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was... Uh, I don't know if it was... Deser- I, th- I thought... I thought it was a very strong year for Best Picture this year. So I, I thought agree. most years it was deserving. I really, really love Marriage Story, so I'm on the mar- Marriage Story wagon. I, I liked that, Parasite, but... but I was a huge Joker guy. Really? So I, li- I love Parasite. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was like... Uh, I was like... You took him seriously? We need to have a talk after this, Jake. But yeah, I just like again, like it for Atlanta. That's just I have very high praise for the top uh, five. So, then what do you have at six? Uh, for six, I had. Dang it! Give me a second. I'm just making fun of our our intern. Uh, number six, I had Blade Runner 2049. Uh, yeah, I am the one who had a, a soul film experience watching it just by myself, and uh, being able to take it all in. I know you guys haven't had that yet, but. Uh, once you've watched it by yourself and I'll take it in when I want. can take all of it in, I believe that you'll put it up there too. It's an excellent film. Alex? Uh, number five. I had Django. Whoa. Uh, I really love Django. Uh, I'm a big Tarantino fan, so I thought uh, I thought Jamie Foxx was really, really good in this. I thought, um, oh, God, what's his name? The dude that played the doctor. What's his real name? Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz was really <laughs> good in this. Walton Goggins had a small... Uh, line, uh, role and it was good. DiCaprio is really good in it. Also, Jonah Hill, America's Sweetheart was in it. So <laughs> probably, I love Django. The funniest scene in the movie. Django's really funny. Actually, <laughs> definitely the funniest scene in the movie. It's probably the funniest scene in all of Tarantino's films. I agree. 
Actually, the f- end fight scene in Once Upon a Time was really funny, but I don't think that's funny as that. <laughs> the dog, <laughs> the dog, the dog food can. Yeah. That was probably my favorite film going experience of last year. Was was just watching that fight for the first time. That's a good. I love Once Upon a Time. Oh, I, it's so I was good. laughing so hard. It's a ama- so it's fun. an amazing fight scene. Yeah, I know. Uh, Jake, you're five. Five eyed Barry, okay. love Barry. All yeah. my homies love Barry. <laughs> and the reason the reason. I have it below these four was just because it's not done yet. And I get... Yep. So, Atlanta isn't done yet either. You can see but, it as a fully finished product. But yeah. Barry left off on a huge cliffhanger. Like, if it, if they never made another episode of Atlanta again, like, it'd still kind of be in the same spot. Of, yeah. of course, there's yep. untied knots. But once season three of Barry comes out, hopefully it does... I'll readjust that, but I love Barry. Bill Hader's amazing in it. They're supposed to start filming right as COVID hit, so it probably won't come out for a it's while. It's sad. Yeah. Ben, what'd you bet at five? For number five, I had There Will Be, will be Blood. Ooh, yeah, can't get it out. We did. But I really love this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I like gave it my full attention and watched it, I was encapsulated by it. It's just so <laughs> enveloping with like all the different characters. Mm-hmm. And the transition of hired workers' life to hired work <laughs> uh, to Daniel Plainview's uh, that was his name, right? Yeah, yeah. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, arc as turns into an anti-hero almost. And Paul Dano. Yeah, and then Paul Dano can never get enough of him, especially when there's two of them. Ooh. <laughs> Paul Dano's performance was amazing in this. Yeah. It's truly fantastic. And Prisoners. Callback. I can say this one more. Really? I say this one more. He's so good in Prisoners. I don't know. He's so good and there will be blood. He's, Paul Dano's a really underrated actor. Mm-hmm. For I sure. Can't wait, I can't wait to see him as the Joker. Or no, not the Joker, <laughs> the Riddler. The Riddler. <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> Oops. As the Riddler. The Joker expanded universe. <laughs> I think the new Batman I think the new Batman movie is going to be really good. I agree. I think. It's got the Planet of the Apes director, and then I think Robert Pattinson's going to be phenomenal. Robert Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Oh, who's playing the Penguin? Oh, it's uh, no, it's my man's. It's Colin Farrell. Yes. Mm. Ooh, he's gonna be like he's gonna be a good penguin. All right. <laughs> yeah. Enough about Batman. Uh, number four, I had Barry. I love Barry. Uh, it, uh, spoiler: It's on my top five favorite shows, which we'll do later. But <laughs> I just, it's so good. Bill Hader's. After watching, I always liked Bill Hader, but after watching Barry, I like Bill Hader's probably my top three favorite actors now. It's him, Whoa. him, Jonah Hill, and Jake Gyllenhaal. I just adore. So I love Barry. Or yeah, Barry. Jake, what's your four? I had Atlanta. Okay. I, lo- I love Atlanta. You love Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Your the- first time watching it all the way through was for this. Oh, wait, was that was that both of you guys? That was me. Mine wasn't for it, but my first time watching it all the way through was during quarantine. Okay. But we did an episode probably like three or four weeks after I finished yeah. watching it. Yeah. And you just loved it? I loved it. it. I've I've become a huge Donald Glover, Childish Gambino fan this year, as Ben probably is annoyed with. <laughs> but I thought... So I actually watched like the first three episodes of the show and just gave up on it. Like I just didn't really see like a whole point of it. That's fair. And then I went and rewatched him again and like, okay, I see where he's going with this. And then as soon as it hits the the band episode with the <laughs> the paper boy on TV with the yeah, yeah. with the the, van, yeah. the trans racial guy, that episode <laughs> completely sold me. And I just loved almost every episode after that. And then obviously Teddy Perkins yeah. is. A horror masterpiece as far as... <laughs> the episode's so it's, scary. It's, Jordan Peele directed it. 
It's, he did direct it, didn't no, he? No, he didn't. No. It's messed up, but it's He's, so good. I thought he, okay, never mind. And I Donald Glover is very, very, very good in this show and is an insanely talented human being. Friend I, of the program. I can't look at an Arizona uh, tea anymore without thinking the price. <laughs> price on the can do. Price is on the can do. Price is on the can All right, that'll be 119 It says 99 cents on the can. Price on the can do. Price is on the can do. <laughs> ben, what'd you have at four? Uh, for four, I had the same as Alex, Barry. Nice. Nice. All right, the top three. Ooh. Ooh, here we go. All right. Three. I think we're going to have the same one, but go. No, you were not. Goodfellas. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah. I I loved Goodfellas. Ray oh, Liotta is so good. De Niro is so good. Pesci so good. It's an all-time film. I'm it's an all-time though. favorite film. Uh, Probably top seven, six, eight. Definitely top ten for me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where exactly it would be, but I love Goodfellas. Same feelings for me. I had Goodfellas at three. Yep. It's in my top ten movies of all time. The only thing that's keeping it f- from my next two is obviously one is untouchable and the ending just is yeah. not that great. The last, the third act is boring. It it's not it boring, drags. But it's just like it's not as interesting as the first two acts. But the the scene with Henry Hill and his wife walking yep. in yep. is maybe the greatest shot in film history. The, it is so amazing. The, walking into the walking, dinner. Yep. Yep. The uh, I forgot. What I can't remember what. Order. There's a name for the scene, yeah. but it's so good. Yep. Benito. For number three, I had Parasite. I'm the first one to say it. I already it. said Parasite. What do you mean you think we had the same one? You already said Parasite? Yeah, Parasite yeah we six. both had Parasite at six. Both of you did? Yes. Yeah. Dang, I don't know where I was. I was, oh yeah, <laughs> I was looking here, up I MMA guess. clips. Uh, <laughs> 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 he was watching. <laughs> oh, that bad. Uh, number three has Parasite. Uh, amazing film. Uh, it beat out, beat the crap out of an amazing year for Best Picture. Yeah. And deservedly so, just really because it's a great it's, year for movies. Yeah, twenty nineteen, and then Six it's going to be a terrible year for movies this year. Invisible Man wins Best Picture. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Parasite was amazing. I'm surprised if you hadn't heard of it slash watched it yet. And if you haven't, do it. I have watched it for the podcast. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> okay, number three uh, or number two, I have Zodiac. So whoa, ooh, ooh. wow, yep, really? Yep. Yep. So, kind of a kind of an upset for what, what, the number two are my top five movies of all time. Mm-hmm. So, oh wow, Dang. I love Zodiac I, again. Jake Gyllenhaal's my favorite actor working right now. He's just every role he does is just so good, and he just mm-hmm. gives the best performance he possibly can. Robert De Niro is really good in this. Mark Ruffalo is amazing in this. It's just it's so good. And also, I'm a did you say Robert De Niro? I said Downey Jr. I did say De Niro. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Down, Downey Jr. I just say Iron Man. I understood that. I understood that. Marvel name. So yeah, I love Zodiac. <laughs> call me by your Marvel. Call name. me by your Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stank was so good in this. <laughs> I'm a big murder mystery guy, like serial killer stuff. That sounds like a weirdo, but. I like it, so number two Zodiac. <laughs> I had La La Land Ooh. at number two. Wow. Oh, wait, I know what number one is. Then. Yeah, so La La Land. That's not. La La Land for me, the, we talked about this, I think, on the first episode. It, we it did? Was, you did? Like the very first episode, uh, Alex and I. It was, it was close to my top five, but I didn't necessarily 100% get the ending when I watched it the first time. You didn't and, get it? I got it, but I didn't understand, like, all of it. Yeah. It just didn't hit you as It hard. didn't hit me, but when I watched it fully through the second time, when we reviewed it for the podcast, it completely sold me, and I'm going to talk about it in my top five movies, Ooh. but I love La La Land, and if it weren't for my number one, yeah. like, 
number one is pretty much impossible to beat, as you guys know. And that number one of Jake's is my number two. That's the Sims. Son. Son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing show. Uh, I don't know what else you amazing can say Amazing show, about it. very good. That's but- all I can say about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the only reason I put it at number two uh, is because uh, rather than Jake's number two, um, he loves and adores The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, so do I as well. But I see some fault. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so do I as well. <laughs> uh, so do uh, I see some faults in The Simpsons the, due to the later symptom, later seasons. Sometimes some uh, elements don't hit as hard. Season twenty four is pretty wow, good. My number one. <laughs> shut up. Well, my number one. I don't really see a flaw in it. All right. So for my number one, I have. Uh, you can probably. Figure out now. I had La La Land, so wow. it really hits you that hard. The I first loved time La La Land, it. which is surprising because I didn't think I'd like it. Oh, you I didn't, didn't think you'd like it. as I much. think it'd be too. I, when going into it, I thought it was going to be too much of a musical, and it was just the perfect amount of not a musical and an actual or it a meshes, musical and an actual movie. It meshes in perfectly. Yep, and then like Damien Chazelle does a really good job of like not just making a musical out of nowhere. Like they're just talking and they break into a song. It's like a st- smooth transition, and it's just I. There's like, oh yeah, that would be the natural progression of things. Yep, it's just jump into a dance number. Yeah, so I it I had said a lot on the episode, but I loved La La Land. So so freaking good. That's my number one. <laughs> Jake, you had a great performance. Thank you, thank you. Number one, I had The Simpsons. I it crossed my mind having La La Land at one, but I just you know that means a lot if that happened. I couldn't do it. Will anything ever top The Simpsons for you? I don't think so. If anything flashed above his eyes in front of The Simpsons just for a second, that means it was worthy for Jake. Yeah, The Simpsons. It's my favorite show of all time. It has been since I was four years old. I think it always will be. Yeah, I've watched The Simpsons with my dad since I was three. It's one of my earliest memories. Is there was a year there where you're just like, I don't like this, and then the uh, hit four, and you're like, this is one of my. <laughs> this might actually be my earliest memory of life. I woke up really? oh, from geez. a nightmare, and I walked into my parents' room, and I ended up just watching The Simpsons with my dad till I fell asleep. Steam dams. <laughs> it might have been that episode. I don't know what episode, but yeah, uh, The Simpsons. The first uh, ten seasons are just like I can go back and watch almost any single episode and just like. Quote. Know every know every quote, know every reference, know what's going to happen, and still enjoy it. So, if you have made it with us for all 18 episodes, thank you for being a part of the Turbo Team podcast. It's been quite the ride during this summer slash spring. And now we are going to have a special segment where our guests of the Turbo Team podcast are going to review us. Yeah. So, we're going to play that for you right now, and we're going to react to them after. None of us have heard them yet. I've heard, so, I heard Kyle's. Okay, so Alex has heard Kyle's, but other than that, none yeah. of us have heard any of them. They range from 29 seconds to 2 minutes and 45... <laughs> <laughs> 2 minutes and 42 seconds, so... Bear with us. We're going to start <laughs> with Kyle Koontz right here. My experience on the Turbo Team podcast was pretty good. It was really good up until the very end when the host started to make fun of my top 10 favorite movies when I said Full Metal Jacket was my favorite movie and that The Godfather was overrated, which it is. Um... I'd give it an 8.75 out of 10, and I think it's just a really good podcast for people that are just looking for something to casually listen to and enjoy movies and TV series. Well, that, 
That was Kyle Koontz with his review of the Turbo Team podcast. Kyle Very the, gracious. Thank you. Kyle was the David Lana episode. Yep. Episode 8 of the Turbo Team podcast. So, he was our first guest that wasn't Ben. Yep. So hey. if you haven't been with us for the whole time, Ben actually was a guest appearance on our third episode, which was Spotlight, yep. and our fourth episode, which was Barry. And after that, we made him a co-host for the Parasite episode. You guys just gave him. He was in. promoted. He you too hard. Just promoted. Promoted co-host of the Turo Team podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that is Kyle Kuntz's review. Up uh, next, 8. we... 8.75, man. What's the missing 1.25? Is it just because we made fun of him? Because I said because he said the Godfather wasn't good. Like, the 1.25 was for that. was for the Godfather. <laughs> it might have been because we made him watch Dave. Oh, that's... that's oh, no, it was because he said uh, we uh, dissed Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, then... Yeah. yeah. Full Metal Jacket's good, but... Number one? I don't know. For Kyle, it is. Okay. Yeah, so up next, Isaac Dykey was our new intern, was actually our next <laughs> guest for Uncut Gems. PR intern of the podcast. So here's Isaac Dykey's review of the Turbo Team podcast. This is Isaac Dykey for the Turbo P- Team podcast. And um, for my review on the podcast, I think I've, I've listened to all of them. And they're pretty good. They are ran by a great host. And there's other guests that are pretty good. Um what I like about it is pretty straightforward with the movies and the rating system out of 10 is pretty, pretty funny at points. Um, my personal experience with it is, uh, I mean, it was pretty fun being on the podcast and um, just getting to know the guys on there. And um, just being the intern has been so fun. And just, I don't know, that's all I have to say about it. And it's just been a fun Fun time, fun journey. Can't wait to see what they do next. Very gracious review by our friend and intern Isaac Dyke, friend of the program, intern of the program. Six of the program? Episode no, eight. 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 No, episode nine. Nine. Kyle was eight. Uncut gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, he I didn't th- give a rate, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll give him a rate. Isaac, as a friend and a guest on the Turbo Team podcast, six out of ten. ten. You get a ten out of ten. As a intern for the Turbo Team podcast, you get a zero out of ten. I've yeah. gotten one iced coffee this entire time. <laughs> get on that, I- <laughs> Isaac Dyke, man. What a man! Now, up next, we've got Curran Wadley. He was on for episode twelve to watch "There Will Be Blood." Recommendation of his. Uh, here is the review from Curran Wadley. What's up, guys? Curran Wadley here, aka the Cure. Um, I was on episode 12 of the pod. We reviewed There Will Be Blood. Um, first off, thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had a great time talking about drinking milkshakes and hired worker. Um, but overall, my experience was very good. Um, you guys definitely know what you're doing. Um, I'm very happy to see you guys progress the way you have. Um, and overall, just a really good experience and a very interesting listen. Um, and overall, I would review the podcast. I'd give it, I would probably give it a nine out of 10. Um, there are some times where, you know, some things can be a little difficult to understand on the pod, but overall, you guys do a very good job at explaining your points, keeping it light and funny. And I'm just very happy for you guys that you have found something that you like to do. And it's not very, it's not a category that's done a lot in podcasts, reviewing movies. 
Um, and you guys are doing a very good job at it. So thank you for having me on. Okay, that was Curran Wadley. Yeah, Curran Wadley, Curran, friend of very, the program. Very positive review. You future roomie. Future roomie of the program. Yeah, positive vibes <laughs> only there from Curran on his review. He sounded of the very, very tired. He is very good. gracious. I appreciate that. No one else had been very gracious. That, that's your bromate. I know, it's my, my bromate. Bromate. Just say roommate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, who got next? so our next guest is the guest of probably our favorite episode for everyone is no the offense, La La Land episode. No offense to any of the other guests. Not even not even as guests go, but just like yeah. as far as episodes running smoothly and movie we watched. Doug offered an incredible perspective as far as him being in all the musicals and plays during high school. So he was able to offer an awesome perspective when it came to La La Land. So here's Doug Voigt's. Hey everyone, uh, this is Doug Voigt. I was a guest on episode 15 of the Turbo Team podcast, which was the episode about La La Land. Um, I had a great experience on the podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. Um, the guys were very welcoming. They knew what they were talking about. The conversation flowed well. They didn't judge me for my movie picks, which was good. I was worried about that. Um the podcast itself as a whole i love listening to it i listen to it almost every week um it's a nice uh avenue into movies if you're not really experienced um although i will warn you they are giant sims for damien chazelle i learned that on my episode and i'm sure you guys learned that as well so my rating i'm gonna give it an 8.5 out of 10 Minus 0.5 for Ben's quarantine beard. Uh, minus 0.5 for Jake's delusion that he is somehow Ryan Gosling. And then, um, you know what? I'll give it a 9. Alex is fine. Yeah, so we were actually going to ask Doug to come back on, but the fact that he doesn't think I look like Ryan Gosling automatically disqualifies him from coming back. You know what? He complimented my quarantine beard. I Doug, think we should let him back he on. He didn't compliment. He minus five for it. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Enemy of the turtle team. I misheard that. <laughs> actually, Doug said I was fine, so I have no beef with Doug. <laughs> okay, one out of three. Vote passes. <laughs> Alright, so this next one, if, well, you've got, if you've got to run to the bathroom, we've got Nate Magic. He was on last week. He uploaded his review to YouTube if you want to go watch that. You'll get to see his beautiful, hair. unconditioned hair. He had a <laughs> he had a 2 minute and 42 second review of us. So What's the video? It's called the Review of the Turbo Team Podcast, isn't it? I think so, By yeah. Nate Maglia. This is Nate Magic. Alright, so as well. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, and now you've asked me to review the show. You asked me specifically to review my experience on the show, what I think of the show overall, and then Jake also said to be funny. Since you guys aren't, I don't really see a reason for me to be funny. I don't know why you got to toss that on me. But anyway, my experience overall on the show was great. I loved how much you let me talk about Blade Runner 2049. I didn't appreciate when you made fun of me. Or some of the picks on my incredible, perfect top five movies list. That was whack. Uh, I was also not offered any food. I was kind of hoping that you guys would have pizza or something for me. Maybe some meatballs. Uh, you did not, so that was annoying. Um, overall, so I think my experience was like a 8 or 9 out of 10. Just those tiny gripes. <laughs> 
overall, uh, I like your show. I enjoy listening to it. I got my brother to start listening to it, so he didn't like it because he hates Sorry to Bother You, so we listened to that episode, and so we hated hearing you guys talk well about it. But I enjoy it. I think uh, you guys have some really good points sometimes. Ben, Alex, you've got some fantastic, you know, insights. Jake talks as well. Um, I think the best episodes are the ones where it's something that you're more passionate about, where it's something that you really liked or have a strong feeling for. Like uh, the ones I've seen, though, like There Will Be Blood was pretty good. Spotlight was good. And uh, La La Land was amazing because all four of you really loved it. So it was really cool to see you guys talk that much about something. So I think you could uh, you could even do movies that like you really hated and that would be good. Because uh, like the Palm Springs one, I don't think any of you really had super strong feelings on it. Which I also didn't when I watched it, in case you cared. Um, but... That episode wasn't as good, except for the part about the SNL skits. That was funny, because SNL can sometimes be funny. But I think overall, uh, yeah, I enjoy the podcast. I gave it a 7.7 .7 out of 10. Decimals for you, Jake, you're welcome. Would just be a 7 otherwise. And uh, I hope you enjoy my review. Yeah, so that is Nate Magic. That is Nathan, big SNL fan, Mogli. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely understands the decimal inside joke of the Turbo Team podcast. If you've been here since the beginning, you'll understand <laughs> that I like to give things decimals to... Big decimals. Just, just to give them decimals. I don't know why I do it. I just do it. <laughs> you know. You know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's Nate Magic. He is... Good dude. Friend of the program, solid guy. <laughs> Gave a pretty good review of some constructive criticism, I guess. Love we're gonna to be, hear it. We're going to be watching, in the future, movies that we're extremely lukewarm to, we don't hate or like. <laughs> thanks, we'll have no strong opinions. Nate. No strong opinions on anything. But he, we'll also, he also did not clarify yes or no if I look like Ryan Gosling, so Ooh. he's good in our book. <laughs> all right, now it's time for us to rate our guests. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all had a heart attack right now. <laughs> <laughs> So that does it for guests reviewing the Turbo Team podcast, which was a very creative segment idea by ben, co-host Alex Powell. Ben, uh, since you were a, once upon a time in the land far, far away, a guest, uh, you want to give a short review of the Turbo Team podcast? Dude, I don't know if I can remember that far. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't even think I listened to an episode before I was on it. I, it doesn't surprise me. No, I, I think you said that. I think you told us that. Ben, I feel like if you weren't a co-host of the podcast, you wouldn't listen at all. I feel I, like you'd listen to like I, 10 I minutes. I might listen to like something that I'd be interested in. Like if I saw you guys reviewing something, yeah. and then I'd get disgusted and turn it off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Ben for you. So right now we're going to rank our top five TV shows and then also update our top five movies, which we did in episode one and then Ben did on his first appearance do we want to do tv shows or movies first let's, let's, do, do, TV let's do tv shows okay. we can end on a, a good note there. so starting at five i guess i can i can go number five i have atlanta yeah. i already expressed my love for it i, th I think it's insanely creative and it's yes. one of the most unique shows i've ever seen it toys with the realistic part of the world while also going into the supernatural like ben talked about mm -hmm. and donald glover insanely and creatively balances those two to make just a very realistic story 
that also like we will never be able to experience. Like we're never going to be able to be a yeah. big time rapper in Atlanta, but we're also <laughs> also at some point in our life we might struggle to pay rent and have to live out of a garage for our lives. So yeah. I think it balances that insanely well. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have Rick and Morty. Yeah, that's gonna oh. all all my Nate Magic homies are gonna love that. <laughs> and it's it. I don't care that it's a normie answer to have Rick and Morty in my top five. And actually, going back to watching Eighth Grade today, the ending with like the Rick and Morty was so Sauce. cringy. And just like <laughs> Rick and Morty itself, the culture around it is insanely cringy. But it, it's it's itself. similar. It's similar to The Office as far as the culture behind it. But the Rick and Morty culture isn't as bad as The Office. But the show itself is so freaking good in the way in the first few seasons it bounces back between just like insane the insane reality comedic, uh, reference humor mm-hmm. to extremely creative ideas mm-hmm. that I, came out of nowhere like the Meeseeks box yeah what? mr Meeseeks, just just like all that vat of acid episode the vat the vat of episode vat of acid episode is one of my favorites and then also the show me what you've got episode just like Everything about that show is insanely creative, but it also gets down to like the core of Rick and Morty, which is like Yo, that's Dan- the name of the show. <laughs> I, I said the name. It which goes is, deeper in Rick and Morty about Rick which is Morty. which is the genius of Dan Harmon that I'll get to in a bit. Number three, Nathan Ooh, for you. When are you gonna get to it? Number three is Nathan for you. It's also an insanely creative show. Yes, it's a sitcom, but it follows. Sitcom. Actually, it's more of a reality. It's, it's a reality, reality TV show. show making fun of reality TV. Yeah. And Nathan Fielder is somehow the most polarizing, one of the most com- polarizing. polarizing comedic figures in comedy, and he's what? not... I haven't, I guess I haven't seen anyone who's been disgusted or does not get Nathan's Fielder's work at all. No, polar- I feel like there's definitely people out there that don't get well, it. Well, yeah, but I just haven't seen any people verbalize that. No, oh, not, yeah. not as far as fans of the show, but in the show to people that are responding to him he's polarizing that's fair like when he goes to the stores and they're like you want poop flavored ice cream (laughs) they're like what is the matter with you but like when you're watching it as a fan you're like this is hilarious like this is it man it's funny that someone's a king and he should be protected it's it's probably the hardest show ever to describe to someone yeah because the concept of it just explain to them the just tell them the intro and that'll give you a good example. Yeah, so you graduated from one of Canada's top, top business, business schools with, with very good grades, and there's like a C plus, a B minus, <laughs> and then he goes around to small businesses who are struggling and he gives them completely ridiculous ideas to get their feet off the ground. Like I said, there's like one where he tries to have poop flavored ice cream. It there's, works. To an extent. There's there's dumb Starbucks. He pretty much just rips off Starbucks brand and the put movement. and puts dumb in front of it the movement there's so many the movement was on you know how the it was C- on like, it was on, like it was on the, the ellen show no it was on the cw show here in town yeah well, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the, i remember seeing that yeah i was episode. like oh come on come <laughs> on yeah nathan for you is insanely creative and amazing but you don't understand it unless you watch it unless yeah. you watch it yep. number two i have community uh. and this was this was the first show. I my number one's The Simpsons. I don't even need to talk anymore yeah. about it. Yeah. But this was the first show that I've been able. When someone asked me like what my favorite shows are, this is the first show other than The Simpsons that I'm able to say now. And I've never really had yeah. that. Like I've never had a concrete list. I've I've always had shows that I've like loved and liked, but I've never had a show that I could just quote on command consistently. Yeah. Like I can Community, and Community oh, yeah. is so good with just the first three seasons. Almost every episode in season two and three is just 
so good on point. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover and Danny Putty are incredible. Their relationship and the way that Dan Harmon writes Abed is one of the best written characters ever. Mm-hmm. Balancing like autism and Asperger's with just like being a college student. It's so good. And it's actually Alex needs to watch it so we can talk about it on the show. But I community, community is insane. I'm telling what to do. And <laughs> it's got too good of a cast where like Donald Glover has to leave because he's so talented to start mm-hmm. up his own. Uh, Chevy Chase is a horrible human being that sucks and kind of tears apart the show. <laughs> but the fact that it went through so much adversity, got canceled like three different times. And now like, five or six years later is like becoming a cult classic yeah. and I'll admit I was late to the train and I wish I wasn't. And then number welcome one for arriving to the train. Yeah. <laughs> that's dro- that's like the, to the train. That is the best Buy thing. Ticket and he's like, get on. That's the best thing. <laughs> coronavirus did was it gave me time to watch community. Fair. I think and the then best <laughs> thing coronavirus did was start this podcast. The turbo team podcast. NBA bubble. And that too. that's too. Yeah. And number one, the Simpsons. I don't need to talk about it. It's my favorite show ever. I guess you could say you're a Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from that, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys did these, but I had five honorable mentions. Oh, I had honorable mentions too. Oh, I oh, love cheese, Jake. I had. I think you should leave Breaking Bad, Barry, Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was thinking Springfield, Seinfeld, and the Eric Andre Show. Outside of Pizza Ranch, be like, <laughs> keep the field. <laughs> All uh, right, Ben. My honorable mentions were Arrested Development, uh, Daredevil. Uh, Atlanta, it's good. You say that now. Daredevil's you good. Seen it. You I haven't seen, seen all of it, but Daredevil's I don't like good. The, I don't like those Marvel DC shows. Daredevil's good. Marvel reference. Atlanta, always sunny. Atlanta's in your oh, Marvel always sunny. Always sunny. Forgot about that. I knew there was one show that I was just not thinking about at all. I think you should leave. I did not include because I see that as just a string of skits. Oh, less, I'm taking it off. Less than list. a show. <laughs> like I wouldn't like if it. Wasn't he, if I was doing a top five worst TV it's like shows, up there with I that. wouldn't include SNL. Yeah, it's like up there with SNL. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Okay, uh, number five, I will include this, though, The Eric Andre Show. Amazing. It's perfect. I'm surprised Atlanta isn't your top You can't five. explain it. I love Atlanta, but it's not there. Nah. It's artistic chaos. Yeah. Like, planned chaos. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. They take an hour to two hour interviews and whittle them down to three minutes <laughs> tops. That tells you all you need to know about it. <laughs> It's concise. <laughs> it's concise LSD trips. Maybe the best edited show in TV history. Very comedically yeah. edited. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's amazing. I don't know else you you can't really explain it. You just have no. To watch it. It, and you don't even have to watch all the show. I haven't watched the show all the way through. It's like fourteen minutes an episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've watched every episode, but I've seen like so many interviews. Whether I go and actual watch an a- episode on Hulu or if I just watch it on YouTube, yeah, mm-hmm. you can get the full effect on either of them. Number four, I had Barry. Uh, nice. I feel like I don't know about you guys, but were a lot of these shows on your list recently watched? Yes. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Well, for me, they were, and Jake, you said they were for you too. Mm-hmm. I actually had Barry on mine and oh, switched you, it out last. What do you depend on? What do you? you? What do you consider recently? Well, just like I don't know, within the last two years. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, <laughs> I was talking with my dad on the drive up here. He's like, so, are you going to have Psych or are you going to have Monk on your top five list? Monk. <laughs> like, Dad, I haven't watched those since middle school. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Barry, it was a really recent watch. It was only last fall, I believe. But nothing, I put you on it. 
Yeah, you, you put me on it. Let's use my HBO account. And you're, I was like, watch Barry and now. I, and it's I did. Awesome. <laughs> I obeyed. But, yeah, it's an amazing show. Uh, we put you on a huge Bill Hader binge. and Skeleton one. It's amazing. Our worst episode of the podcast, but one of yep. the best shows around. Yep. Uh, number three, I had Breaking Bad. Uh, it's not one of those... Okay, it is one of those shows that you can go back and rewatch specific episodes of. But the fact that it's five seasons and they cut it off at five seasons because all he had was one specific vision for one gigantic character arc that never broke from consistency and quality, that that just kind of sells you on mm-hmm. all you need to know. That's really good. It's Watching taking, seventh grade. It's taking a school teacher like... Jeez. <laughs> like, imagine taking a show that takes a teacher like... Not even like Mr. Garrels. More like uh, Mr. Van Zanty. <laughs> And then turning him into a, me at the program. <laughs> and then turning him into a career criminal. Crin- criminal. He is. Criminal. Criminal. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay, Ben, what's your number two? <laughs> Breaking Bad's good. Uh, number two, I had The Simpsons. I mean, if you didn't pick up from Jake and I and John's hour and what forty minutes? Yeah, it was a, a long, long episode. episode. Podcast episode on it. Then you can understand all you need to know about it. We have a vast history. With we it, made and we appreciate it. We more. made over two hundred fifty references in that episode. You counted? That was just an estimate. But like, we didn't even <laughs> have to think about them. Like, they were just like off the dome, all of them. Off and we the missed dome. top and dome. We missed like some of the best. We missed ever. two of the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your number one? And my number one. I mean, you probably know what yeah. it is. It's- I can't count the reasons I should stay. Oh my one, they all just fade away. Oh, is that the Big Bang Theory? It's Community. Oh. <laughs> Young <Yes>. Sheldon. <laughs> community is amazing. I don't know what else I can say about it. I watched it originally three or four years ago, and I heaped its praises to, I'm pretty sure, all of you guys, but mm-hmm. Kyle was the only one that listened and watched it just because he was a Donald Glover fan. And it stuck with him, and then now that it's on Netflix, it stuck with you guys because it's amazing it's i'll give i'll give community this it's probably the best show like you can cry laughing or you can just cry because it's so freaking like emotionally good uh if (laughs) if you're confused on what i mean by that just look up the track greendale is where i belong oh my gosh uh waterworks immediately i'm crying just thinking about it you haven't heard i haven't even seen the show or the song (laughs) all right you gonna play it quick jake yeah. Okay, sick. One of the best scores ever. Yeah. <laughs> Alex already crying. <laughs> I didn't even get to the falsetto part. Alright, Ben, just keep talking about community with this in the background. Uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Donald Glover and Danny Pooties. You said it wrong. Uh, chemistry is amazing in the show. The character arc of Joe McHale from a guy who's just trying to shag one of the other students uh, to becoming a practical substitute teacher by the sixth season just because he found the one thing he hadn't had before. Friends. It is It is 100%. my number one show. It's Friends. friends. <laughs> it's not even close. It's the best pilot episode ever. Pilot episode. Yeah. I love the pilot. The pilot's Window. good. <laughs> Alex sure. has to watch Community. Yeah. That's Alex it. is therefore suspended by the Turbo Team podcast until <laughs> until he watches Community. My shirt's suspended by the Turbo Team. <laughs> 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 
So right. uh, we're gonna so, run out of shirts, bro. Alex, right. do you have any honorable mentions before you get into your top five? Yeah, so a lot of my almost all of my honorable mentions are sitcoms. I only had one sitcom in my top five, so I'll just go through them: Master of None, Atlanta, The Office. Shut up, Ben. I forgot Park, about Master of None. Parks and Rec, Scrubs, American Vandal, Brooklyn. Scrubs. I love Scrubs. I watched it all Man. the way through. The last season is dog shit. No offense. I've heard that. It's garbage. Offense to. Who? Uh, Scrub. Scrubs. <laughs> Dave Fence. Franco, because he's in the last season. And it's no offense to Scrub. The last season's awful, but I love Scrubs. It mixes, you talk about how Community mixes like emotional and comedy. Scrubs does that better than any show I've ever seen. Watch Community. No, I think it'll, <laughs> I don't know how it could top Scrubs. Okay. Scrubs is so good, but, so I love Scrubs. American Vandal, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Vice Principals with uh, Danny McBride and wow. Walton Goggins. Two seasons, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Uh, Curb and Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. So nice. Uh, Bridgman number five, which is the only sitcom I have. That '70s show. What? I love that '70s show. It's uh, it mixes it mixes a good of actual comedy and just like nostalgia for the '70s. Shut up! You up. were born in 2001. Yeah, that still doesn't mean I can appreciate the decade, even if I didn't live in it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Brother of the program, Mitch Neeson. Brother of the program, Mitch Neeson. So I love that '70s show. Uh, for some reason, every time I play Red Dead Two, I like have an urge to watch it. I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> it's so weird, dude. The 1810s remind me so much it, of the it's, 1970s. It's crazy, but I don't know. So uh, number four, I have Euphoria. Ooh. Uh, so this, this is recent. List. So this is the most recent show that I watched on here. I don't, but initially I watched it and it was, it was, it was amazing. Which is. The funny, the weird thing about Euphoria is I don't like any of the characters. I think none of them have any good like redeeming <laughs> qualities all about them. People except for ooh, keep going. But it puts the but somehow together it just makes me fall in love with just the world they've created and stuff. And I love Euphoria. Also, it's really colored really well and awesome. Everyone uh, in the cast are garbage people except for Fezco, Chris McKay, and Ethan. <laughs> All of those guys are kings, and they need to be protected at all costs. Everyone else in that oh, show Ethan, are garbage people. Ethan, Chris, and... F- yep, yeah, okay, yeah, I forgot I, about that. I watched the first episode of Euphoria, and I just couldn't do it. You yep. didn't even get to the second episode. It yeah, was- the second episode. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Very, very graphic. The second episode... You don't even know. <laughs> the carnival episode is probably the best one. Ooh. But as far as cold opens, number two, the second one's really interesting. One of my favorite scores to a TV show. The score is amazing. Uh, who plays the main, the male lead? Zendaya. No, the the guy that's dating. <laughs> the kissing booth too. Yeah, that guy, the guy from the kissing booth. What's his name? The kissing booth. Yeah, Mister <laughs> Kissing Booth. No, his name's Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi. His there's a scene in the very last episode that my jaw dropped watching. It was so good. He was. It's before is a great show. I, I need to rewatch Shout it. Out Sydney, I'm gonna Sydney. cut you Shout off, Alex. I kind of just had a dilemma. I forgot Outer Banks. Move, move okay, on. Okay, so number three. Uh, We're not cutting that. Yep. <laughs> so number three, I had Mindhunter on Netflix. Uh, Jonathan Groff, star of Hamilton. Continue. Okay. He's he's really good in it. Again, set place in the 70s. It kind of ties in with... <laughs> the big these, 70s guy. This, yeah, I love the 70s. Shut up. I, shut up, man. <laughs> these next... So, it's true crime. It's about the guys that came up with the term well it was one guy that did it 
that invented the term serial killer, this is kind of splitting that guy's life into two people. So it's loosely based on true story. It's about the two guys that invented the term serial killer, and they're going around interviewing like famous murderers, and it's just super interesting. And then the score, like the music, is awesome. It's all a bunch of seventies like Led Zeppelin rock and stuff. It's sick. Uh, so I love Mindhunter. Um, number two, I have True Detective. Uh, season two is complete garbage. If you watch Mindhunter, don't watch season two. Watch season one and season three. Matthew McConaughey's performance in season one is one of my favorite performances of all time. The True Detective made your list, even with season two? Yes, that's how good season one and season three are. Okay. It, season, season one is amazing. I'll season one's amazing. Mahershala Ali in season... Season three has a couple of things that I would do differently. I don't really care for how much it jumps back and forth. I want. I would like it more in chronological... I don't mind the jumping from time to time, but I would like it more chronological than it was. The jumping worked really well in season one. In season three, it's different. Okay. But, uh, but, but Herschel Ali is still so good in it, and it's just... It's awesome. True Detective is such a good show. And then number one, I have Barry, so... I think I've said all I can say. Bill Hader's awesome in it. Everybody in that show is great. Every episode's great. I really wish we would have done our our episode of it justice because I really, really Mm -hmm. love that show, and I I, I have a lot to say about it that I just didn't really get across (laughs) on that episode. So So my top five. Uh, Oh, number one. Number one, uh, Friends. So. Okay, cool. Cad, we got that out of the way. We all agree Friends is the best show ever. So, Ben, did you even have Parks and Rec as an honorable mention? I did not. Oh. The, what that you, was surprising. I've I, never seen Parks and Rec, but I figured Ben would have it as an Parks and Rec. Mention. I always say, if you don't like the, what if I brought up Parks and Rec? It used to, you used to. It was like sophomore. I used to. It was like freshman okay, sophomore. Never mind. Well. If you don't like The Office, you like Parks and Rec. If you don't like Parks and Rec, you like The Office. That's how I. I like The Office. It. I don't like The Office. The best of that. You'd like Parks and Rec. Three. Parks and Rec is a lot more like Community. Than I've actually the Office. I've started Parks and Rec a couple times. And I'd, just, say, I'd say watch the episode with Andy Samberg as the Park Ranger. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> screaming. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, What's the main character's name? Leslie Nope. I forgot her real name. She's unbearable at times. It reminds me a lot of New Girl. Amy Poehler. <laughs> She's like, she gets to be a bit much at times, but the supporting cast is so good. Aziz Ansari's hilarious in it, and uh, Ron, uh, Nick Offerman's really, really funny in it, too. <laughs> the scene, the episode in Parks and Rec, where, uh, <laughs> where, Mar- where uh, he was like scrolling, uh, Nick was on the computer. What's his name? Ron Swanson. Ron was on the Oh, and he sees cookies. Yeah, he just, like sees cookies. He's like, how does this have my name on it? And then the, <laughs> the intern's just like, it's called cookies. So like, you type your name, like it under- your computer understands your name, and it just will give you ads that say like, Ron, here's uh, something you may like in your area. And it's just it's like a two seconds where he's just staring at it, and it cuts to him just throwing it in the garbage <laughs> can. It's, it's, it's really funny. So. so that does it for our top five TV shows, and that's somehow the first time we've ranked our top five TV shows. Then we were going to do it for one episode and we just... Yeah, we just never did it. It's crazy how it took us that long. But now, we're going to take a throwback all the way to March where we ranked our top five movies. And admittedly, I had a list and then I completely panicked and like changed it all. I had Guardians of the Galaxy on my list. Oh, it is not you my did? Top. It's not one of my top five no. movies. I, I had a movie that I took out. It's on here now. But I'm like, I don't want to... Chazelle movies on there, so I just like. What's my favorite superhero <laughs> movie? And I wonder what the two are. <laughs> well, I wanted to like mix it up and have <laughs> things to man. talk about. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I'm like, what's my favorite superhero movie? And then I said Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm like, wait, The Dark Knight was so obvious it should have been up there. But I, I pretty much completely redid my top five, so it's going to be totally different. My first three are the same. My last two are changed. Okay. Well, I guess Ben. Hasn't changed at all, so, so I'm going to let him go first with his top mine five Mine hasn't changed at all. 
Um, yeah. So, you don't even have to give us a rundown. You can just say the movie. Just yeah. a reminder, number five, Inside Lewin Davis. Number four, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Number three, The Social Network. Number two, La La Land. And yes, Doug, we have a Damien Chazelle boner. <laughs> you haven't seen Whiplash yet, but once you do, you'll understand why. Yeah. And number one was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yep. At Alex. I haven't seen it, so I just like making fun of you for it. Alex, <laughs> since yours has changed a little less than mine, do you want to go yeah, through yours? Yeah, so number five. So I always say my top ten, my top five movies are all perfect tens. I all think they're uh, ten out of ten. Uh Scarface one was on here. Scarface is now falling out of the top five. Whoa. So Scarface is now considered a nine and a half by Alex Powell's committee. Okay. So number four. Only num- the top fives have tens. Only the top fives. That's nice. Yep. So number five, I have Zodiac. I already talked about it a lot. So nothing there. Number four. Here's a change. La La Land. Oh. Uh, so I really above Zodiac. Above Zodiac. I love. Wow. I don't know if it's just because I've seen Zodiac so many times, but right now it's above Zodiac. It's so good. So, and then number three, Super Bad. Number two, Inglorious Bastards. Number one, the a movie that I consider the greatest movie of all time, uh, No Country for Old Men. So, okay. So for me, I had Jake the biggest shakeup here. So because he had I, Guardians on his first. <laughs> for me, I had two that fell off. I had Guardians of the Galaxy and Major League. Major League is still one of my top ten movies, but it's it just didn't age as well yeah. as some other ones did for me charlie sheen's in it so number five this one was on it the first time but it did get bumped down to five i think it was three the first time Empire i had whiplash oh whiplash mm-hmm. oh yeah wait uh, are you including both chazelle movies we'll see <laughs> whiplash number five i whiplash is really good movie thing. i want to rewatch because i've only seen it once but i've seen it like four times <laughs> i watched it here one time yeah. it's a great movie number four this was also on here baby driver Excellent. Great soundtrack. We we talked about it in the soundtrack episode. Yeah, it's yep. it's one of my favorite movies. Also, I haven't seen that in probably a year or two. So I need to rewatch got that. Got it on Blu-ray behind you. So, Kyle and Pookie were then. We were just watching that last mm-hmm. night. Number three. It's I somehow had never seen this movie until then. Inglorious Bastards. Great, great. Incredible movie. Great. I love What do you mean until then? Like, I didn't watch it until, like, this podcast started. Really? Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. It's wow. Easily the best Tarantino film. Yeah. It's without a doubt my favorite. It's so good. Uh, uh, Brad Pitt is incredible in the movie. Just like everything about it. Like, who doesn't like watching Nazis die? It's the best. Christoph Waltz <laughs> character in there. Tarantino says Christoph Waltz character in that is the only character that uh, he has ever written that he doesn't like. Oh, not, yeah. Not from a, like, he didn't like how he wrote him. Like, he just, just as a person. He just genuinely thinks he's, like, that evil of a person. Mm-hmm. He doesn't No, like he, him. uh, wasn't it like he wrote that specifically for Christoph Waltz, and if he didn't take the role, then he wasn't going to make the movie? No, he, was it that he or wrote Django? it. He wrote it, and he couldn't find anyone to play it. And he about they about canceled the movie, and then Christoph Waltz tried out, and he mm-hmm. knew he was perfect for it. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> very very great movie. Bingo. The ending is amazing. Bingo. The ending is amazing, <laughs> just with well, the theater the burning. <laughs> the theater burning is just an amazing scene. Yeah, number yeah. two, and I didn't let my childhood nostalgia. Screw this one up like I did The Simpsons. I have Empire Strikes Back at number two. I bumped it down from number one. I still love this movie. It's still, without a doubt, the best Star Wars movie. Wait for it. That means number one is La La Land. It's my favorite movie of all time. Revisiting it killed it for you? It just killed it. And I don't know what it was. It was... It was the music. Fun fact about La La Land, it was also the first movie that Ruthie and I have watched together that we both liked. Aw. <laughs> you guys don't agree. A, a year a year into Aww. our relationship, so that adds to it. It's just an amazing movie. I I have gotten the craving 
like at least 10 times since I've rewatched it for the second time just to go watch it again. And I'll pull up just like three or four different scenes on YouTube and watch it. It is so good. good. It's beautifully shot. There's like Ben said, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's like, there is nothing in that movie that I'm like, you know what? I wish, I wish they did that differently. Like anything would just be a very, very small nitpick. It's my favorite film of all time. And it'll be really, really hard to beat. Honorable mentions are (laughs) (laughs) Honorable mentions are Goodfellas, Major League, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. One Flew. That's a that's a great AP Psych. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Martini. Boy in the Striped Pajamas and Parasite. Parasite. I didn't realize you like. (laughs) (laughs) You almost snuck it in there. (laughs) You didn't hear me say. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, I like Parasite, but those those honorable mentions were in no order at all. All right. Man, do you have any honorable mentions? Nah. Right, I got Goodfellas. I haven't thought about it. Goodfellas, Godfather, Parasite. Or not Parasite. Uh, Scarface. I'm sure I can think of more if I thought, but that was just off the, off the dome. That was just off the top and dome. Yeah, so we want to thank you guys for making, a, making it this far with the Turbo Team podcast. It was a long summer here. At the Turbo Team podcast. Yeah, we're moving on to bigger and better things, bigger and better soundboards. Yep. We'll have that in for you on Thursday. And just once again, we want to wish Alex the best as he moves back to Paradise. We'll be giving a group hug together after we're done recording. <laughs> we'll take it, a picture. It'll be, it'll be like the... Just from the corner. <laughs> it'll be like the John Boyega, like when he posted on Twitter, like the end of an era, and it's him... Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley like all hugging in the desert. <laughs> I remember like an era. It was like six years. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be like when the office ended, and then when the last scene, and then they all hugged each other. <laughs> no, the, the reason that the reason exit's that I, going too long. The reason I played this song is because like they're always like at the end of an Aaron Community, they're like, oh, I don't know if we're coming back because like NBC would give them like no budget, and it would about get canceled. So. Maybe Alex's Louis C.K. joke will get us canceled. Oh, but we'll find out. But Louis if you've C. made it this far with us, we want to thank you for listening to 19 episodes of the Turbo Team Podcast, and it's only going to get better from here. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Turbo Team Podcast. Our social medias are linked in the bio. Follow us on Twitter at the Turbo Team Pod. You can listen to all episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform where podcasts are listened to. Thank you for listening.